0: Are you feeling stuck today or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're going to be asked to think differently to get different results to do things that are challenging but oh so rewarding so come on let's get started hey lady i am glad you're here today we are going to be talking about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart and it is procrastination and the reason i say that it's near and dear to my heart is because You know, as much as I've worked on this, it never really goes away. Every once in a while, I find myself in the throes of procrastination. So I need to hear this almost as much as you guys do. You know, there are a few things that will slow or stop our business and our personal growth. Maybe there's more than a few things, but the underlying common denominator more often than not is usually fear. We know we have to do certain things, but they push us outside of our comfort zone. And that fear comes in because we, we start feeling fear of failure, fear of not being good enough, fear of security, or let's just say that it makes you insecure. I remember when I first went out on my own after getting riffed, and riff in the corporate world means reduction in force. I got ripped from a really nice job that paid me a very comfortable guaranteed wage. Every two weeks, boom, it was deposited into my checking account. And I was scared. I, the thoughts in my mind were around like, holy guacamole, how am I gonna replace that income fast? Because unfortunately at the time, I wasn't very disciplined about putting away money for a rainy day. So I needed to find a replacement fast. And as I started to go around and see, you know, what would the ideal place for me to be? What do I want to do? You know, I thought I would need another corporate job. I reached out to some friends and people that I'd done business with in the past to see if they possibly needed a contractor. And luckily enough, I was able to put together enough gigs to replace my lost income. So phew, So that is the story about how I became an accidental entrepreneur nine years ago. But here's a different part of the story. The part that comes from the point that I'm making here is that for the first eight years, I lived in fear, constant fear. And it wasn't like I was terrified and curled up in a ball in the corner, but it was a fear like kind of running through me like a low grade fever. Like it was just there, it was present, and it made me feel uncomfortable. I had been so comfortable and used to having that steady income deposited into my checking account no matter what. I wasn't used to having to be the one who generated the revenue if I were gonna get paid. And take that a step further I built a team of people who were also relying on me to pay them regularly. So I did fine. I didn't fail for sure. But that fear held me back from growing to the level, in essence, that I am at today. I was always living under this heaviness of mind that held me back from being creative, from being willing to put a better growth strategy in place and have the courage to get it done. So I was lucky enough to survive for the first years of being in business, but it took until I did some very serious work around mind management and really began to understand how the mental fear was creating a mental barrier to my success in growing the business. So that's what I want to focus on today. There are a lot of things that I struggled with as I learned, to run a business on my own, right? But those are topics for other days. Today, I wanna focus on the way the fear manifested in my life, and that was procrastination. Now, all I have to do is say the word procrastination, and I can almost feel the energy you're emitting coming back at me, like a collective cringe just happened. I'm guessing that the word brings up some thoughts for you. Are you thinking about something that you've been trying to get done and when faced with certain tasks that will get you there, procrastination shows up like magic. Well, not really. There is no mystery or magic that's involved in procrastinating. And we're going to break that down today because the dirty truth about how we are all responsible for creating, procrastination in our lives is something that's important to understand. And I also have an amazing tool, a very powerful tool and process that you can use to banish or at least decrease procrastination from your business and personal life if you choose to. So let's dive into how you create procrastination in your life. Please know, that I use the word create here properly. We do create procrastination. It doesn't just happen to us. We're responsible for our people. And to really understand this, let's, let's dissect a scenario that everybody probably can relate to, especially if you're a business owner. Now, most entrepreneurs are right-brained people. We're very creative. We live in the possibilities and the vision of the future. We're really good in, let's say that part of us that sees a shiny object and gets distracted with it, right? So let's say that you decide to do something for your business that's been on your mind. It gets you excited, but it's a stretch. You know, you you set this new goal, you put a strategy in place, you figure out the first steps of your action plan, and you even get to the point where you block time out to do it. And so now it's time to do something for this project that is a little bit out of your comfort zone. Now for purpose of just examples, I'm going to use a common scenario here that you've decided to run some Facebook ads. I use that one because I don't know about you guys, but to me Facebook ads is this mysterious kind of need to do it, hard to figure out, you know, it's, it's out there as far as things that you want to do in order to grow your business. But so that's why I, I picked Facebook ads. So let's say that you put a budget number out there that's going to stretch you a little bit. Okay. So not only are you trying to do something you haven't done before, possibly well, or at all, but you're also going to put a lot of money on the line with it. You sit down to set it up, the first ad set, whatever it is that you have to do, and you start hearing the voice in your head. Don't mess this up. You know, if you mess this up, you could lose a lot of money. Um, by the way, this thought is driven by your primitive brain, the one in charge of your survival and happiness. So mm, in comes that feeling of discomfort, maybe even hinging on fear. Can you feel me here, people? I know some of you are probably like, ah, no big deal. I do them all the time. But think about back when you were new at it. It is definitely something that can create a little bit of fear in your life. So what do you do next? You probably stop your forward motion to do some research because of course you need to know more about it. And then maybe you find a place where you can learn more about it and you dive into that a little bit. Well, that takes you to some thoughts around, well, maybe so-and-so knows something about this. So you might talk to some friends. Or you might go out to a Facebook group that you're part of and ask that group for suggestions. Like, what did you do? How did it work for you? What's your best tips? You think about it more and more, you reconsider it. And this ends up being a downward spiral. You're not only stuck in getting ready to get ready, But hours and hours and sometimes days can go by without any movement on this task. Now, this is an interesting form of procrastination. It is procrastination at its finest because it's masquerading as doing the work, right? To get ready. Well, I'm doing the research and I'm trying to figure it out. And I've got to be, you know, well-informed to do it. But in all honesty, and you know this, What's really happening here is that you can just keep doing the work to get ready because you feel safe there. It's a place where you're not taking any risks because you're just getting ready. And these kind of activities will keep you in the same place you've always been. You get stuck. The fear is holding you back from actually moving out there and taking massive action, the type of action that does move you forward in any activity, and any goal, and any strategy that you've got. And this is dangerous because as long as you stay where you're safe and in that, you know, research kind of mode, you're avoiding the things that are really going to make a difference in your life. And all because it's uncomfortable. All right. So that's, that's one form of procrastination that's sneaky because you can feel really good about what you're doing, but it also can be a warning that too much of that is never going to work for you either. All right, let's take one more scenario that most people can relate to as well. So this is a selling scenario and let's say you gave somebody a proposal and, or made an offer and they said, okay, I want to think about it for a couple days. Um, I just need to make sure I'm making the right decision. You do everything you can to help them. You'll see it more clearly, but they really ask if they can have some time. So you say, okay, I'll give you a call. Let's say on Tuesday. So Tuesday morning comes around and you've got it in your schedule to give this person a call and you go to look up their phone number in your CRM and you open a browser window. And all of a sudden you think about something that you've been meaning to get out on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. And so, of course, you, you know, type in Amazon.com and off you go. And 30 minutes later, you come back out of that online shopping fog and you think about, oh, my email. Oh, my gosh. I better check my email to see if anything important has come in. I think you can see where I'm going here, right? Believe me. The reason that I can come up with these scenarios is because I have been there so many times, especially now that I'm getting older, I'll open up a browser window to get something and forget why I did it. And so, yeah, it's not intentional procrastination. Sometimes it doesn't start that way, but it can end that way. But in this situation, making a phone call where you may possibly be rejected brings up a lot of fear for most people. The fear of being rejected is most likely one of the top fears that hold people back from ever achieving their revenue goals and even their personal goals. Because what happens when you feel the fear creep in? Well, just like the scenario I've outlined here, you start buffering, which is doing almost anything other than what you're supposed to be doing. So you shop, you eat, you drink, you do things that are easier, the things that are not as risky in your mind. But what's the real result of procrastination in this particular scenario? Not only do you not have the opportunity to finish the conversation with your client and either win a deal or move on. If they say no, okay, you're most likely spending energy beating yourself up for not making that phone call. So that's a double whammy on your productivity. Not only are you not making the phone call and doing that kind of thing that makes you feel a little discomfort, but you're also now judging yourself for not doing it. So the heaviness and the, you know, the mental burden you're putting on yourself by procrastinating is creating this drain on your productivity. I'm hoping that these scenarios are not out of the blue for you. I hope you're nodding your head going, yep, I've done that. I've been there. I get it. And I, I do too. So procrastination is created by a negative emotion and it's usually fear, discomfort, or even sometimes it's driven by boredom. It's a feeling that's driven by your thinking about any situation. And here's the thing that we don't stop to poke around and figure out, but those feelings are driven by your thinking about any given situation. It's not the phone call that's the problem. Some people wouldn't have any problem at all picking up the phone saying, Hey, what's going on? Let's, let's get this taken care of. But it is the thinking about the situation that's happening here that is driving the feelings that compel you to either take action, make the phone call, or possibly avoid taking action that would drive those successful results for you. So I guess the question is, what can you do about this? Well, you know me, I'm always going to have some ideas. So first, Please just know this is normal. It's our brains. It's the way they're wired. In essence, it is your default thinking that leads to procrastination. The, I don't want to, I don't feel like it. I don't know how to, I'm going to mess this up. I'm not smart enough. You know, all of those thoughts, and that's just the beginning of the list, but all of them are driven by your primitive brain, which is trying to protect you from certain embarrassment or harm, or it might also be the primitive brain trying to do its other job, which is to keep you happy. So it might be shooting thoughts at you when you're either going to start something that's uncomfortable or possibly boring, you know, and it could say things like, oh, should, you should go get a snack, or maybe I need to, you can fill in the blank there. But it wants you to do something that brings you a really quick shot of dopamine, things that give you an immediate sense of gratification. Just knowing that the operating system in your mind that is not in charge of logic is at work here. So beating yourself up will just give the primitive brain a double down situation. You know, oh good, she's really on herself now so I can just shoot more of those negative thoughts at her. That's how it works. So the first step to overcoming procrastination is to raise your awareness level on when it's happening. It's usually in the background, right? You kind of know you're doing it. You might even hear yourself going, oh gosh, I'm procrastinating here. It's in the background, but quite honestly, it's rewarding to leave it there. We can keep Letting the procrastination cycle play out if we don't acknowledge that we are indeed procrastinating. So to fix it, you got to bring it out of the dark, shed some light on what's going on. And then that brings us to the next step. So when you become aware that you are procrastinating on something, take a moment to pinpoint what emotion you're feeling in that moment? Is it fear, anger, boredom? Find the emotion and then, here's the trickier part, identify the thought that is driving that emotion. Now at first this might be just a little bit hard for you to do on your own. Most people aren't deeply in touch with their feelings and the thoughts that are driving them. You know, we're too busy doing, 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 doing things that we don't take a lot of time to dive into this, you know, part of our being. So to be fair, this isn't something that's ever been taught while you were growing up. So again, give yourself a break, learn it now though, and it's going to make a difference for you. By the way, if you're someone who is familiar with the work of Brooke Castillo, you will know about the model. That's the process and tools that she teaches to do this work. I've been studying it with her for 10 years, and it's made a huge difference in both my personal and my business life. It's how I overcame the procrastination, the fear when I first took on, you know, being an entrepreneur. So anyways, she has an awesome book, Self-Coaching 101, that describes the tools and processes and how to use it. And I also include this inside my Unstoppable Women in Business Success Collaborative, which is one of the coaching programs that I offer. But until you decide you want to go further into becoming masterful at mind management, just start working to get more in touch with how you're feeling at any given moment, and then identify or isolate the thought that drove that feeling. This is such good work to do when you want to Live your life thinking on purpose instead of reacting to that primitive brain's attempt to derail us. Okay. So the first step was to become aware of when you're procrastinating, slow down, take a moment, identify the feeling and the thought that comes behind it. Okay. So you've got those three things in your bag now. Next step after you isolate the thought that's driving the negative feelings take a moment or two and challenge that thought. I mean, really challenge it. What we find most often is that as humans, we will catastrophize situations that are uncomfortable. And when we take a deeper look at it, the thought isn't really valid at all. Or if it is valid, it is really blown out of proportion. Like the example that I shared earlier about the person who didn't want to do a follow-up call to get a decision about their offer. She had a fear of being rejected. You've been there, right? I mean, come on, nobody likes to be rejected. The thought might've come from say something like this. Well, they're probably not going to like my program or they don't think it's worth it. And they're going to say no anyway. Really? Is this true? Here's the thing. She has no idea what is going to happen when she chats with the prospect, but her brain is leading her to the worst case scenario. But really, if she says no, I mean, if the prospect says no to her, is that really the worst case scenario? I mean, news alert, there are a lot of people to sell to. And if this one does say no, just go find another. Like what's the big deal? People get so wrapped up in placing such a high threshold, a high stake of importance on winning deals. And the reason is because they don't have enough of them in the pipeline, but that's a whole other story. But you really have to challenge the thought to determine if it's logical or if it's emotionally charged. And in most cases, it is emotionally charged. All right. So challenge the thought. And then once you really take that time to do this, and you know, sometimes this can be done in moments. It's not a big long process. It's just hey there, stopping and taking the time. Doing? To do it. We need but once to get you to know do, each other better. Take a come look on at over it. and visit me at ww. W- w- now you're in a good place to make a Check conscious it out. I've decision I've got so much good stuff, stuff over there for you. And beer. I would love or to or whatever know emotions yeah, happening in the or slow you down from creating the vision you have for your business or your life. Think on purpose, challenge procrastination, find the right thought that will drive the feeling of confidence and commitment and focus. Choose to think of your situation or activity from that perspective and then take actions from that place. You'll find yourself making forward movement. And quite honestly, you'll have a lot more fun. So, if you found yourself procrastinating on things that are important to you and you know that you're missing out on accomplishing big results for your business and your personal life you need a business coach that can help you establish a mind management practice that's what i've been describing to you really getting conscious about how your brain is functioning questioning its validity making sure you're aligning the positive feelings that you want to generate to create the results you're looking for. That's all that mind management is, is thinking on purpose. Because while this process is logical, it does take time to become proficient at it. And that's why you need a coach. A coach can help you do that. And of course, I would be honored to be the coach you turn to for that. I believe that mind management needs to be a part of what I call your business ecosystem. You've got this kind of fishbowl, <laughs> an ecosystem in a bowl. It's all, you can put all of the skills that you have in there, all of your processes, the things that you know you need to do. You also need to put in mind management because that's who you need to be in order to, to be successful. That's how you show up. And then the bowl itself is community. And that's why I've built my coaching groups around a certain level of community so that nobody's out there on an island by themselves, listening to the thoughts in their mind and getting paralyzed by them. This kind of stuff just has so much to do with the level of success that you can achieve. Hey, I am looking forward to meeting you someday when the time is right. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. And you go out and get them, girl. Stop procrastinating or at least challenge yourself when you find yourself doing it. You take care. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on. Come on over. Let's hang out.